Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Bee. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes, and joining me once again is my sidekick... Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. I'm not the magnificent Dr. Heisenberg anymore. Oh. I've lost that title in a duel with a wizard. Well, that'll happen, you yeah, know? you know. I mean, it's... Are you... Were you even qualified to duel with a wizard? No, I mean... No, it was my own fault for getting drunk and challenging Uncle Magic. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. Do you mean the magnificent Uncle Magic? Now? Yeah. 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 That's what happens. You're right. See? Now I'm just Dr. Heisenberg. I do it again. I'm just Mr. Heisenberg, and he's Dr. the Magnificent Uncle Magic. That's too much stuff for him. That's, you don't go dueling wizards anymore. I know. I'm going to lose my shirt next. Have you been following the news about the this fucking $640 million jackpot thing that, that like, just went down? Very, very lightly. I did not even know it was that much. I just knew it was, you know, huge as fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing, and, you know, some douchebag won it. Like the other day. Good for the douchebags. Yeah, pretty much. But it got me thinking. I got this idea. I want to make a documentary film about lotto winners and see if any ever like do anything that isn't boring or predictable. I mean, there there has been you know some research done on that, and you know every so often you see some like uh, not a real news story, but like you know a Dateline story or whatever about people who win the lottery and blow it all on meth or whatever. Or, yeah, you got your Charlie Sheen, you know, hookers yeah. and blow and booze and everything types yeah. but 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 most of most of your lotto winners or at least if you talk to people even when you just talk to people like what would you do if you won the lottery it's like i'll travel the world i'll send my kids to college i'll pay off my debts i'll you know get my mom a liver transplant and the it's, thing is those like, are fine but they're boring i mean and those things are all expensive as, as all hell to you know a normal person right but that is just a fraction of your lottery winnings i mean you know depending on how big the jackpot is and how good the team is you could go buy a baseball team you could i don't know if that would be exciting maybe it if probably you... is if you like baseball yeah i suppose yeah <laughs> yeah so it wouldn't be exciting for me but, no you know. no oh well i don't play the lottery though so fuck it yeah neither do i no that yeah. dollar could be a donut and I know I get to enjoy that. Yeah, no, a donut, that's something I can enjoy right now. Yeah. I don't have to put down a dollar and then, you know, a hundred million other people are competing for the same donut. <laughs> yeah, what kind of a deal is that? Even if it was only a penny, you know? Yeah. If you, like, put down a penny and then maybe you win a donut. Well, here's 99 more cents, just give me the donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a perfect metaphor, but, well, whatever. <laughs> Hell, you put down a penny and then you win a box of donuts. Hey, that's still there you go. That that to, works. That's still not enough to excite me. <laughs> no, it's I like just, I don't even know enough people to share those with. So like half of them are going to get stale. And <laughs> yeah, or I mean, I might eat a whole box of donuts, but that doesn't mean I should. Yeah, exactly. I've done it before. Again, doesn't mean I should. Yeah, I win a box of donuts, I get two of those fuckers, then I come in the kitchen the next day and it's like, oh, who ate all my donuts? You, probably. <laughs> you know what happens? When I said we could share them, I meant you could have six. <laughs> Half of them, you know? <laughs> six, ten, you know. You know what happens if I get a box of donuts? I miss a couple of meals. Like, I don't eat lunch or dinner because I just ate donuts that day. That's not healthy or responsible. Well, it's healthy, healthier than eating lunch and dinner and donuts. <laughs> it could be worse. Take some vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. Donut, vitamin, that's that's a meal, you know? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Definitely not a meal. It's, well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. 
Anyway, uh, we are here to do a show that's not about donuts unless we roll donuts as our topic. Unless that's the topic. Well, let's find out what our topic is. That's not a bad plan. Okay. Topics, by the way, can be sent to us on Twitter. They can be sent to us at, via email at uh, topics at org. Yeah, you can find us on Tumblr, Facebook, or the increasingly ludicrous Google+. Till the bitter end, we're holding out on that shit. <laughs> it's not difficult to update. It's not. No. We have... Yeah, no. Well, anyway, until people submit those topics, we're going to roll one of the ones we've already got. Everybody on Google Plus has a profile that says, this profile has not been filled out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. (laughs) Yes. Maybe that'll be the topic. And then you can continue talking about it. All right. What's the topic, Johnny? Whoa. Hello. That's a 38. 38. 38. All right. Finally, some good rolls. Strong 38. Yes. What do uh, Jim Henson's The Muppets, such as Waxing Nostalgic, and questions such as which Muppet is your favorite, which Muppet would you date, which Muppet would you throw into a wood chipper, have <laughs> you seen the new Muppet movie, etc. Submitted by Della in Muskegon, Michigan. Thanks, Della. Hey. <laughs> hey. First, uh, first topic from Della. New yeah, friend. I All right. So. Thank you. Is that our first topic from Michigan? That's our, uh, yeah, yeah, new state. New state. All right, new state. All right. New friend of the show. Thank you, Della. Yeah, and our our first topic from a state that's in more than one piece. (sighs) This is true. It's just Michigan and Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, there's only a couple of those, so we need a, now we need a Hawaii topic. Yeah, someone from Hawaii. What's up? You know, and we and if you if you enjoy the show, you know, if you listen to us and you haven't sent us a topic yet, take a cue from Della. Yeah. You know, send us. We love everyone who sends us topics. We get especially excited about new people. New so, people always yeah. are welcome. Yes. And okay, so that was a big topic. Well, but, it wasn't necessarily yeah. a big topic, but it was a topic with a lot of detail. Well, at its core, the Muppets, the which Muppets. is which is cool. We have not talked about the Muppets hardly at all on this show. That's I a know, great idea. And I fucking yeah. love the Muppets. Yeah, totally. It's why a, do we not talk about them all the time? Why do we not just? Live as Muppets would live is the question I want to raise because that's a good question. That's a damn good question. Well, let's get through. Let's let's do a couple of these like um, little specific questions. questions she gave us, and then we'll just do Muppets in general. Okay. Okay. Uh, which Muppet is your favorite, Gonzo? Rolf. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which Muppet would you date, Miss Piggy? Uh, important question here: Does Amy Adams count as a Muppet? Because she was in a, a Muppet movie. She was a human. So, no? <laughs> She's not a Muppet. All right, well, if it can't be Amy Adams, then Janice. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Maybe Janice and not Miss Piggy. Okay, yeah. I I'm, don't know. It, it, it just... I, I, I mean, Miss Piggy is, is so stern. I feel like I'd always know what I have to do. <laughs> Janice is really mellow. She's a free spirit. She's kind of... She is. Janice is down for anything. She is. I I'm, feel like... Yeah, she yeah. might be... Uh, Lower maintenance. I might have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, could, I mean, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, no. I think. Uh, yeah, you're right. I was. I was strictly thinking in the foulest possible terms about Miss Piggy being very strict, but that that shit doesn't turn off in your public life, does it? No, Miss Piggy's always like that. Yeah, I mean, she's not, even like that on stage. That's not role playing there. That maybe Janice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go, Janice. You're right. So, I yeah. think. I, I, I've changed my tune. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. Consensus on that one. Yeah. Uh, which Muppet would you throw into a wood chipper? Oh, I know. the I know the answer to that one. Do Sesame Street Muppets count? Um, or are we talking just Muppet Show Muppets? They're Henson creations. Yeah. So that's... You can make an argument for that. If all Jim Henson creatures count, mm-hmm. 
then I'm going to say Elmo. Not because I personally hate Elmo. Okay. But it's just sort of, you know, it, it, the needs of the many. Not a, I'm not a fan of the Elmo era of Sesame Street, so that, yeah. that's reasonable. It's like, know. I feel like, in terms of actually teaching children, mm-hmm. Elmo is the most expendable. All right, yeah, and I think, you know, Cookie Monster... Could, could use another moment to shine. Yeah, Cookie so. Monster, Grover. When's the last time you've heard anyone talking about telly? No one's talked about telly in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm going to say Beaker. Not because I don't like Beaker. Beaker's awesome. But because history has shown anytime Bunsen Honeydew does some weird experiment on Beaker, yeah. a week later he's, he's fine. He's back. So I assume Beaker is indestructible. Beaker is the most so likely you, to survive a trip to a wood You chipper. could put him in the wood chipper for science, and then he'd be back to normal the next week. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, if it has to be a Muppet Show Muppet, if we're assuming that he, he will indeed th- die, that this will be the end of this Muppet. I think Beaker is the only indestructible Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that's not an option, then I'd say... Uh, the uh, I can never remember if he has a name, but the uh, the Mad Bomber Muppet, because I feel like the moment has passed <laughs> where anyone will ever be able to feel comfortable writing a good joke for him. That makes sense. So, okay, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think it's funny, but, you know, the world needs another 50 years or so. Right. And who knows if there's going to be Muppets at all in 50 years. Yeah, so. the Mad Bomber is not good for the 21st century, only, yeah, at least I the mean, first part. The point is the Mad Bomber would be in Guantanamo Bay right now. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Like I said, the moment has passed in which anyone will ever feel comfortable writing a joke for him. So, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. We yeah. don't need him anymore. Exactly. Right. It's like he, he'll he'll just be in the background of, of crowd scenes. That's all he can do now. Pretty much, yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe I'm just helping him kill himself, you know? <laughs> and he's, it's, he's not the mad suicide bomber. Exactly. See, it's, it's, it's probably a, a slightly safer method than he would have used on his own. So Okay. <laughs> see? All right. That's about as funny as that he's allowed to get now. <laughs> and uh, have you seen the new Muppet movie? Yes. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. We have. Actually, fairly recently. That's probably a good jumping off point, actually. It was on. Uh, the Muppet movie. I enjoyed it. It was funny. You know, it was a good movie. I it's, did too. And, uh, it, it's kind of... If I were... If like there weren't a new Muppet movie, and I was going to try to predict... What a Muppet movie that was written and came out in the year 2011 was going to be like? Yeah, I mean that's what it would be. Oh, you know? absolutely! It's, it's got it's got you know the you know the the kind of subtle in jokes. It's got yeah. the celebrity cameos that are kind of hip and current right now, but also kind of safe. You know, you got your Jack Black and your you know Ken Chong and yeah, and, and uh, Sarah Silverman when she's not saying fuck words. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, Kristen Schaal, right? The people who you know, the people who are in everything for one minute each. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you're you're right about that. That is basically the only Muppet movie you could make right now. Right, exactly. Like, can you imagine a, a, a Muppet movie in this day and age that doesn't have a Donald Glover cameo? I can't. There has to be a Donald Glover cameo in a movie, in a Muppet movie. I'd like Donald Glover cameos just in my life. Totally. I'd like Donald Glover to come over and hang out with us. He seems really cool. Anytime Donald Glover wants to show up, just stop by, that's totally cool with us. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, we we are ready to accommodate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are welcome to hang out. Donald Glover is on the list of welcome to hang out at our apartment, you know, people. People, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... 
You know, some people have complained that it's it's too much, um, you know, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Or, you know... I mean, one of the things that... I do recall hearing people complain about this, and then I'd forgotten, and then watching it, I suddenly realized, oh, there is a little bit too much humor in it that is, you know, self-aware or postmodern or ironic or whatever, whatever term people use to describe, you know, stuff they think is modern and therefore bad. Right. And it's like, yes, okay, there are jokes about, you know, Scooter working for Google or, you know, references to things that are new or how Kermit the Frog has, you know, a robot from the 80s as his butler. Which I I thought 80s robot was funny. Yeah, I like that robot. But the thing is, one, that is just the, the direction everything has gone in and people thinking that's like, you know that that's a misstep, that the correct thing to do is to roll back and start over. Those people are just... That's a dead end. Actually, um, yeah, but the thing is, the people that make those complaints yeah. are not doing their proper, you know, re-research. That's because they well. use that exact same kind of humor back in the 70s. You know, well, the, the, exactly. all the, the little, like, you know... I, I was just... Wa- I just rewatched the um the first episode of season one. At least the official first episode. They did a couple of pilots beforehand. Yeah. But it's got all these little nods. It's got... At one point, Kermit is drinking milk through a straw. And he just looks at the camera and says, Hey, folks, think about this for a minute. And, like, Scooter comes in and he's trying to get an act on the show because his uncle owns the studio. And it's like, just, like... The same kind of humor, just, you know, references that made sense in the 70s, or, like, weird little meta-nobs and stuff. Well, exactly. That's that's I, not new to yeah, the Muppets. That, that style of humor has always been part of the, the Muppet, you know, mythology or whatever. Right. And, and the problem is just that it's references to things in the present rather than references to things in the 70s, because things from the 70s exist safely in the past, where they're the same forever, you know? Yeah, I mean, every few years there's a new Muppet thing. I mean, there's a weird Muppet timeline, right? Okay. Because there are, you know, there's the Muppet show. They did a couple other shows that weren't successful. Yeah. And they made some movies in the 80s that were straight movies, you know, it was about the characters doing stuff. Yeah. And then there was this, short of the Gonzo thing, which came later, Yeah. there was this series of Muppet movies in the 90s that weren't about the Muppets. They were about, like, other stories in them acting yeah. out. Like Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, they were, like, like, the movies that, I guess, the Muppets were making. Like... Yeah. Like, this is, like, like, it, like, you know, when you see a movie with Brad Pitt in it... Right. You know, yeah, it's a Brad Pitt movie, but he's not playing Brad Pitt. He's playing some character. He's... Right. He's and I'm not... whatever the script says. And so this is like, oh, hey, the Muppets, who are real creatures who exist... Sat down, wrote a script, cast Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit or whatever. Right. And uh, this is the movie they've made. I guess so. I mean, I guess that's how you take it in context. I'm not as I'm not really a fan of those movies. Well, just I, but rehashings that's... of old books, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, that is, I assume, what is supposed to be happening, but I also don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm more excited about, you know, something that furthers along, you know, their story. Yeah. And I didn't see the one where... You know, they, they talk about Gonzo being an alien or whatever. That does not come up in this at all. No, but that seems cool, right? Yeah. Well, he, he mentioned something about being from outer space, like, for half a second. Oh, yeah, it's like an it. offhand, like, yes, we do acknowledge that movie. He says, like, hey, people of Earth, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, we, we, we sort of acknowledge that movie, but that's all the reference we're going to get. <laughs> right, but it, it at least drives the story along, which so does this one, you know, it's... 
you know, how are they coping in, you know, 2011, you know, things. Yeah, what are the, uh, what are sort of the, the, the post-fame Muppets up to, you know? Right, exactly. I feel like a lot of the new Muppet movie mm-hmm. is, uh, is sort of designed, I feel like the people who wrote it, who wrote it and made it, you know, they, they understood that, okay, for fans of the Muppets, we're, we're making something that ideally they will enjoy, and I think they were pretty confident in that. Mm-hmm. But they also understood it could be a giant box office bomb. It could be just there could be no interest in the Muppets. And so I feel like they understood that whether the movie was good or bad, it was a potential franchise killer just because if the public didn't respond, then it would be like, OK, no more Muppet movies, which is sort of part of the plot. Well, you know, yeah. the, you have the whole thing where, um, you know, Ann Perkins isn't uh, sure. It's not Ann Perkins. It's the one who plays Ann Perkins. I don't Rashida, know Jones. Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. You have the whole thing where Rashida Jones is not sure whether or not their telephone is going to work. Yeah. You know, which probably mirrors what some of the producers were going to say. Do people want to see a new Muppet movie that's actually them and not them doing Faulkner or something? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you say you don't want to see the Muppets doing Faulkner, but now that you say it, it's like, I don't know. Coming in 2014, Muppet As I Lay Dying. Muppet Absalom Absalom. Uh, I could see it. I could see it. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on from that, I I feel like they understood that the movie would potentially kill off the entire Muppet franchise, maybe for good or at least as much as anything can get killed off, it'll get rehashed forever at Disney parks, you know? Sure. And so they they deliberately uh, designed everything to just be... You know, if this is the end for the Muppets, then let us give the fans something to remember. Let's close on a giant group sing-along of the Rainbow Connection, which, if this is the last thing the Muppets do, at least that's the last thing the Muppets will ever do. Right, right. It's a lot better than closing out on, a, you know, fucking Treasure Island. Yeah. Because who cares? Yeah, it's like, oh, we do a, a brand new song that nobody's ever heard before, and who gives a crap? Yeah. And, you know... And no, no. This is this is better, yeah. even if it had totally bombed. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Like, and, and it was designed with that sort of insurance against being a bomb right in there. You know. Yeah. And I think that's that's sort of the issue with doing a movie like this is that anyone who would be allowed to has to be just utterly reverent towards the source material. Right. And reverence towards source material can sometimes, you know. Uh, it can kill off conflict, or it can kill off, you know, anything resembling good characterization, because you just need to, you feel this need to sort of keep it in stasis and have all these characters you like just getting along, and basically writing fanfic where nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, people complain a lot about kind of nostalgia remakes, with good cause. Yeah. Because there are so many of them in the last few years, and most of them are terrible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and this... Definitely got lumped in with a lot of those in in a lot of people's minds just because it was a new Muppet movie in theaters after a long-ass time without one. Right. I mean, the the Chipmunks movie was awful. Oh, yeah. You know, the the Charlie's Angels movies are awful. Oh, absolutely. Garbage. You know, stuff that did not need to come back. I mean, remember, they they did a Starsky and Hutch movie. They're doing a 21 Jump Street movie right now. That's out right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to go see it. I, I saw the trailer for it. Actually has, you know, their uh, their superior at the police station saying, well, okay, we don't know what to do with you guys, so we're just reviving a program from the 80s because we're completely out of ideas. That's yeah. a line in the movie! 
<laughs> I mean, I assume it's like a knowing wink to the audience about how it's a remake. That's like a meta joke admitting that this is crap. Yeah. Like, it's like them saying, yes, we are reviving a program, haha, from the 80s because we're out of ideas, haha. The producer might as well walk out in the middle of the action with his middle finger up and saying, thanks for the 15 bucks, dick! Yeah. You know, it's easy to lump all the remakes in. Yeah. And just say, I hate them all on principle. Yeah. But occasionally you get a good one. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Yeah. I thought it was a legitimately good movie. Exactly. And and anyway, like the, the Muppets movie wasn't a remake at all. It was a, a continuation of the Muppets canon. If anything, it was a sequel. Exactly. Know? It's the same Muppets. Yeah. I mean, they're at least they're made out of the same material. Yeah, I mean, know? like... Well, that's the thing with, like, animated characters and puppets. You can recast them, and it's still the same character. because it's, Right, the know, voice doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, you know, every episode of The Simpsons, that's a new set of drawings of Homer. Right. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it's been the same voice the whole time, but if, if they get a new voice, if he if he can do the voice right, then, you know, notice. And, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's if they had done, like, um, you know, like Lucas did with Yoda... And, like, made a, a CGI Yoda oh, that, yeah. that didn't even look like the puppet. Oh, can you imagine an all-CG Muppet movie? I'd be vile. I can imagine it. I can't be happy about it. I can never smile again now that I have imagined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I, 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 mean, and I want to believe that no Henson would ever approve of that. And that is part of, you know, making a Muppet movie and showing the correct respect to the, the source material is you use puppets. Right. You don't use... You know, more uh, special effects, more blue screen or uh, or CGI than you absolutely have to. And I noticed when I was watching it, if you if you watch the new Muppet movie in HD, yeah. it's if anything more apparent just how much Kermit is a felt puppet. Oh, oh you yeah. can see the hand inside. Yeah. like that is a straight up puppet. Yeah, no, which is can, great. You can see the texture of the fabric. I mean, this movie uses. More than the other Muppet movies, more shots of the Muppets' legs walking around, you know? Yeah. And maybe, like, they digitally removed, you know, the the strings or the sticks or whatever they used to, to propel them. Yeah. But other than that, these are clearly puppets. These aren't CGI creations. These aren't guys who have been, you know... You know, moved around on a green screen and then dropped into the scene. These are puppets interacting with their environment. Yeah, there's a, there's a cameo with uh, Rizzo the Rat, and he's just in Jason Siegel's hand with the little lever that moves the mouth up and down. Yeah, you know, just like the old Rizzo the Rat. It's great. And yeah, they they could potentially do the Yoda thing and make it a fully CGI creation, and and Kermit's mouth would be moving in all these weird, unnatural movements. And and then the outrage would be entirely justified. Yeah. Yeah. He'd have those weird, creepy, like, you know, crystally-looking eyes like Yoda had. Ugh. Ugh, no. Gross. Kermit does not need articulated eyes. No. Ping-pong balls with, like, little slits drawn on them. Yeah, that's Kermit's eyes. Yeah, they still are. That's all he needs, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe if there's a scene where he needs to look around, you build a special puppet with eyes that can kind of rotate, you know? And, and that's as advanced as it needs to get. The interesting thing about Kermit is he's, like, in a lot of ways, the most, you know, bare-bones, low-tech Muppet, you know? Well, that, I mean, that's just a classic technique in, in animation or anything where you're using sort of cartoony characters. You make your lead sort of 
the most stripped down kind of iconic design possible so that people can project onto him. Right, right. I mean, they're st- they, they're still making them the same way, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I bet there is a master pattern for Kermit the Frog to, for like sewing one. Oh, there's got to be. And whenever they make a new Muppet movie, they use they do it the same way. Right. And that's the same awesome. Bits of felt and the little star shape around his neck. You know. Yeah, I'm sure they have a a piece of cardboard shaped like that. Oh yeah. That every Kermit. Uh, you know, neck frill has been cut from. Yeah, there's like a stencil. You yeah. know, and then you have to find a puppeteer who has uh, an arm the same size as Jim Henson's. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> like, that's a prerequisite for getting that job. You need a skinny wrist to get up inside that neck. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, a Muppet, a true Muppet remake, right. where it's completely new characters <laughs> with the names of the Muppets... Oh, yeah. That would be, like, you know, people, when they do, whenever they do a remake of either a beloved property or a not-so-beloved property that nonetheless still has a small, rabid fan base, right? people always flip the fuck out about the casting choices and stuff. Like, when they relaunched uh, Battlestar Galactica a few years ago, a yeah. lot of people were just furious that, you know, Starbuck is a woman? What?! And yeah, I mean the, the the Battlestar remake was a complete, you know, completely different from the old show. Yeah, like they like, like they had like the basic elements of the premise, some of the basic elements of the premise, right? And, and a, a portion of the character names. Yeah, <laughs> and then there were a shitload of completely new characters, and there were a bunch of other changes. And, <laughs> And, yeah, people were just up in arms about it. You know, who are all these new people? Why don't the old people look like the people I remember? And it, that one turned out good. Yeah. Most of them do not. Most of them do not. I, I think one that's going to be in the do not category, and I'm, like, prepared to be pissed off about this, but I haven't put in the time for it yet, yeah. is the Three Stooges movie that's coming out. Yes. Okay, and yes. here's here's why. This is a little different, okay? This is different, but... The I, three I, Stooges. You, you mentioned this to me the other day. I know where you're going, and this is relevant to the Muppets. So the Three Stooges were three guys. Yeah, you know they were three actual guys, comics who made up these characters themselves yeah. and played them for decades. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's that you know the Three Stooges was their the name of their little comedy unit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was the. I mean, you know, when when they brought in Shemp. You know, if you're watching the Three Stooges and it's a shemp, you're like, no, this isn't really the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a letdown. It's two-thirds yeah. of the Stooges yeah. and then the, the fill-in guy. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, they're not just characters that anyone can play. You know, it's yeah. not like Hamlet or something. Yeah. It's, it's fucking, I, I'm trying to come with a parallel here. It's like you don't remake an Andy Kaufman character. Yeah. Okay? You don't do- like the ones he wrote himself. Yeah, you wouldn't make a, a new Abbott and Costello movie with two two actors you hired playing Abbott and Costello. Exactly. <laughs> but Abbott and Lou Costello were dead. Yeah. You know, you don't make a new Lou, you know, Abbott and Costello movie because they're dead. Yeah. The Three Stooges are dead. They don't. Yeah. They can't star in a new movie about themselves. Yeah. These fucking yeah. 
Coming this summer, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill are Abbott and Costello. No, no they're fucking no, not. They're not. No, they're not. And they're not allowed to be. The Three yeah. Stooges are actual people. You can't yeah. just take their name. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. I don't yeah. even remember who's playing them in the new movie. It's nobody I can even remember. It's, yeah, it's it like, doesn't matter. No one should be playing. It was originally supposed to be like this huge, big-name cast. It was going to be like... Jim Carrey and Sean Penn and someone else and it like that. Christ. Yeah, fucking Sean Penn. And that didn't end up happening. But uh, I'm so shocked. Yeah, I, I would have almost been curious to see what the fuck they would have come up with. It still wouldn't have been good. I mean, no, if you I'm, were going to do like a docudrama about their lives. Oh yeah, like a like a like like the Ray Charles movie, the Johnny Cash movie, but the Three Stooges story, you know? That would be that could be potentially cool. Yeah, you know, or just do it from the perspective of one of them. Just make it about Curly. Call it I Stooge, you know? That could be cool. <laughs> yeah, but the, the way I'm seeing this from the previews is just a slap in the face of three dead men. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, for their time, comedy geniuses. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I've never been a huge fan like like some people are, but. At the same time, it's like I can understand what they did. I can respect that they they could take a pie in the face or an eye gouge or whatever better than most people ever could. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and what it comes down to is they're they're three real people yeah. who have now been you know they're not even casting actors to just play the characters. They're casting actors to play the people and then have those fake people play the characters. It's, it's like here's a, here, here's here's see if I can illustrate this a little further. Okay. If in the Muppet movie they had had a couple of guys dress up as Jim Henson and say, I don't know, Doc from Fraggle Rock, and they came out and said, Hi, I'm Jim Henson. I'm Doc from Fraggle Rock. And we approve this film. It's like, no, you're fucking not. Yeah. You know, Kermit's a puppet. He can keep going. But, you know, you're not Jim Henson. Because he's dead. You're not Mo. because he's dead. That's not Jim Henson, because it's clearly James Franco in a fake beard. And we don't need that. No. If they had done that in the Muppet movie, I would have been pissed as fuck. That's who it would have been, too. It would have been James Franco in a fake beard. Of course it would have been James Franco. Now that you say it, I'm amazed James Franco is not in this film, but I'm okay with it. Well, there was that, that table full of people answering the phones, and he might have been in that scene, and he just slipped by me. Oh, like sitting next to James Carville? James, yeah, that was James Carville. Yeah, no reason. James Carville is in that film. I mean, I, that's a cool cameo. It's, I saw him and I'm like, wow, who is that guy? Is there an actor who looks like James Carville who I'm forgetting about? No, it was really James Carville. James, my face got the fuck burned off Carville, okay? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I like that as a cameo because that is a Muppet thing. Like, they always they always have somebody who's, you know, kind of out of left field. Yeah. Like, Whoopi Goldberg showing up for a cameo? That's Whoopi like, Goldberg's cool, but... Of yeah. course Whoopi Goldberg's there. Whoopi Goldberg cameos are literally more common than Whoopi Goldberg in actual roles. If you go to her IMDb page, the number of roles in which she is credited as herself, as opposed to a character, far outweighs any actual acting she has ever done. And I'm pretty sure Whoopi Goldberg shows up in movie cameos more often than she shows up at her house. There was a period in in the mid to late 90s where if you were going to make a an unfunny comedy, which is most of the comedies made during that period, yeah. and you didn't have a Whoopi Goldberg cameo, then your movie was produced in an alternate dimension where Whoopi Goldberg didn't exist because she was in all of them. <laughs> 
Pretty much, pretty much. Like, if you were making a crappy kids movie, there was just going to be Whoopi Goldberg for no reason. It's like, I have no idea what kind of residual money she gets from that, what kind of, you know, what they paid her. I, I hope it was a lot. I hope it's enough to just kind of just keep her comfortable forever because I don't know what the view pays at this point. And, I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she's fine. She's been in everything. Well, that's the thing. She worked consistently in yeah. a lot of tiny roles. So Yeah, totally. That's... Yeah, I'm I'm sure she's fine. Nevertheless, if Whoopi Goldberg wants to make a cameo on Breakfast with the Beak, anytime. Just Whatever. show up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, we could we could definitely have yeah. that happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, no, you can got, carpool with Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like we've got, you know, your Whoopi Goldberg cameo, your Neil Patrick Harris cameo, of course. Of course. Of course. NPH is in everything now. NPH is very much an icon of of this Era and time. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's he's sort of the... And NPH like, loves puppets. He does. He does. He's doing some new YouTube show. I think it's on the Nerdist Network. It's, like, about to come out. And and, and from what I'm told, you know, they, they sat down and asked him, Hey, you want to do a, a thing for our new YouTube channel? He's like, yeah, let's do something with puppets. Awesome. I respect the hell out of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I really want to see what Neil Patrick Harris does with puppets. So do I. Right? So yeah. Apparently we're going to get to see that. So Awesome. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> Thanks in advance for that. Yeah. I, I mean, even if it's bad, it's still Neil Patrick Harris with puppets, so it's something worth watching. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, you've watched us with the puppet, so yeah. at this point, you know, try NPH with puppets. Yeah, what's It's what? probably better. <laughs> Don't undersell the product, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It is. And... Uh, I'm saying if you're only going to watch one YouTube video yeah. of a guy with a puppet this year, and your choice is Neil Patrick Harris's new puppet show, or my video from last year with Dr. Soxenberg, which one do you really want to choose? Yeah, no, I... Yeah. I, I Again, don't I, undersell the product. No, I mean, my, my hand was in that video, and I still choose Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying watch more than one guy with a puppet video on YouTube this year. You know, also watch us. Are you saying that? Now I am. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Once YouTube is on, just watch YouTube for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of pe- a lot of pictures and videos and shit of people falling down, yeah. cats who can say stuff or We have a video stuff. with you falling down. Yeah. Well, we have a video with Blumpkin the Clown falling down. That's me. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so, you know, watch some puppets, some kitties. Yeah. You know, guys on skateboards getting hit in the balls, whatever. Yeah. The point is, the Muppet, the new Muppet movie is the only Muppet movie that... That could have been could, made. Could have been made. Yeah. It's like, this. that's the only one you get in yeah. 2011. It's like, you can, it, exactly, I mean, you can complain about, you know, oh, Jason Siegel, you know, made it too much his thing, or he made it too much about the humans, or too much about the new Muppet, uh, Walter, you know? It's an itch, I, I mean, I like the juxtaposition there. Yeah. Be, mm-hmm. Between Jason Siegel and Walter. Yeah. Like... You know, just, you know, they're brothers and one is clearly a puppet and one isn't. And and the Muppets have always interacted with the human world. They always yeah. had celebrity guests on the show. Yeah, and in, and in one of... It's not like the Muppets have never done the cross-species thing before. I mean, in one of the, the Muppet movies in the 80s, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember which, mm-hmm. uh, Kermit and Fozzie are brothers. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember which... I, I don't yeah. Think, yeah, I don't remember which one it is either, but yeah. Yeah, and they, and they talk about it like people have trouble telling them apart and stuff. And yeah, it's just funny. I mean, yeah. you know, it's... But yeah, the, It's the, no reason except it's, you know... And, and the joke is just, you know, this is a movie that the Muppets... The, the Muppets who we've seen on The Muppet Show, this is a movie that they have made. 
Right. And in it, they've cast themselves as, you know, siblings, even though <laughs> they're clearly not. And Because when people write movies with their friends, when somebody gets famous and his friends get famous and they write a movie together, that's what they always do. They always do shit like that. Yeah. But even though I probably could have done with, like, 10% less Jason Siegel. I, I still, you know, I like that they're continuing the tradition of just, this is a universe that has humans that look like us, and just also puppet people. Yeah, and some of the puppets are animals, and some of the puppets are human puppets. Yeah. 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 That's just a thing. I mean, like, That's I... just how it works in that universe. I don't necessarily know what Scooter is. I've always assumed he was, he was human, but rendered in puppet form. I mean... He doesn't look like any particular animal unless he's a giant hamster. Or something. Yeah, and yeah. and the thing is, the other humanoid Muppets are you know more human looking than Scooter. Yeah, Scooter's maybe Scooter's like a hybrid. Yeah, like exactly. You know, I mean, like what Gonzo is eventually got answered definitively, but at the same time, that question didn't need to be answered. I mean, I I was never curious about what Gonzo was. Compared I always to thought Scooter. he was a buzzard that had a chicken fetish. I never thought he was a bird. I always assumed he was... I mean, having, you know, grown up in the 80s, I unfortunately have more of a Muppet Babies influence than I would like in my thinking of the Muppets. Okay. And uh, I, I wish I didn't. Uh, there and in some of the other Muppet material produced in the 80s, he, he was practically given the species designation Weirdo. Yeah, that's yeah. what uh, that's what Miss Piggy always called him. Was, yeah. Was just Weirdo rather than... She yeah. would call Kermit Hey Frog and then she would call... Gonzo, hey weirdo. Yeah, so. so I always thought that was just his his designation. <laughs> yeah, I mean it works as well as alien, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that nobody knew what the hell Gonzo was is a, is a major part of his character in the first movie. Mm-hmm. In arguably the saddest and, in my opinion, the best thing the Muppets have ever produced. That just the little solo number he gets in the first movie. Oh yeah, which is like. Super sad, and I can't talk about it because I'm going to start crying because I'm a, I'm a wuss. Well, but yeah, don't go out on a sad note. Yeah. But the point is, the question of what Scooter is ha- has always seemed more pressing to me. <laughs> I feel like Gonzo not knowing what he is or being an alien or whatever, that's that's part of who he is. Yeah. You um, know, Scooter, uh, it's just like, it, that's part of what we wonder about him, but he seems to know what he is. He goes to his family reunion, and there's a whole bunch of other things like him there. Right. He's what? just, uh, he's just whatever he is. Yeah. I don't know. No one, no one ever, see, no one else ever seems troubled about it on the, exactly. on the Muppet Show. You know, they say, Gonzo, what are you? No one ever says, Scooter, Scooter, what the hell are you? Yeah, everyone else knows, too. He probably mentions it all the time. I mean, Scooter kind of looks like a fraggle. He does. Yeah, maybe he does. he's, like, you know, descended from Fragglestock or something. And maybe they just know that. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Maybe, like, he's the last survivor of, like, a bold clan of Fraggles who wandered to the surface. He also kind of looks like Ernie without a nose. Yeah. 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 Well, so. Ernie's a human, so maybe Scooter just has a smaller nose. That could be. Like how on South Park, the kids all have noses, they just never draw them. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. All right. So, Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. That's what we've learned. It's, uh... They made the only movie they could make. Yeah, yeah. The Muppets are cool, and if you're if yeah. you if you don't think they're consistent, you know, rewatch season one of the Muppet Show and then reevaluate. Yeah, and and if you still don't agree with us, so and also uh, you're welcome to not agree with us. I don't care. Yeah, Frank Oz. I know you were like, I feel like this script isn't true to the Muppet spirit, and I'm not doing the movie. But you know what? I feel like the the fart shoes were handled very tastefully. <laughs> 
You know, I mean, it, it was it's kind like, of funny. You looked at it, you know, Frank Oz, the story is, you know, he thought that's inappropriate. The Muppets don't do fart jokes. And it's like none of the other Muppets liked the fart joke. Yeah. This yeah. Is pointing out that that was not a good joke. Yeah. So, uh, till next week, fart shoes are okay. Why does everyone always forget about Hobo Joe? <laughs>